welcome to the 1% Growth Club podcast, where we discuss the power of love, beliefs, focus, gratitude, and mindset. Get comfortable being uncomfortable, and let's grow together and experience more of this beautiful journey of life. My name is AJ Gupta, and welcome to today's episode. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the 1% Growth Club podcast. Hey, Sheila. <laughs> Glad you guys are here. Um, sorry we missed yesterday. AJ is kind of moving around. And when he's not here, I have to sign into his Zoom and start the meeting. But we couldn't get that done yesterday. So I apologize. Um, I'm not sure. I think he may be here a little bit today on audio. But other than that, hey, guys, <laughs> hope you had a great weekend. Um, hope you had a great Monday, great start to your week. Um, we have we have a quote and a, and a topic for today, which I will get into. Uh, just let everybody kind of get in here. Um, let me get to it. Which I love this quote. And we'll just jump it off, right? Um, So don't limit yourself. Many people limit themselves to what they think they can do. You can go as far as your mind lets you. What you believe, remember you can achieve, right? And that's Mary Kay Ash. So plain and simple, if you believe it, you can achieve it, right? And... I like to when we when we're talking about belief systems, <clears throat> I love the Roger Bannister story. Um, if you know the Roger Bannister story, bear with me. If you don't, I'll share it with you, right? So Roger Bannister was a runner. And for many, many years, like hundreds of years, no one was able to run a mile in under four minutes. Right? And I mean, there were there were like countries were holding competitions. They were doing things like tying horses or tying people to horses and seeing if that could help them run faster. Right. And it became a big deal. Four minute mile, four minute under subpar or sub four minute mile. Right. Until one day, this guy named Roger Bannister he runs a mile in under four minutes. Now, remember, there've been hundreds of years. People said you couldn't do it. Doctors even said, if anyone were to run a mile in under four minutes, the human body couldn't take it and their heart would literally explode, right? So imagine the voices that are in people's head you know, about running this mile in under four minutes, like you, you might think you're literally going to die, you know, then Roger Bannister breaks the record and he does it right. Within a year, 20, 30 people, many people, I don't know the exact number, many people broke his record. And then now today, kids in high school can run miles in under four minutes. But what changed from before he 
set the record to after. Did everyone in the world all of a sudden get faster? Did everyone, you know, everyone's heart got got stronger so it won't explode? No. The only thing that changed is that there was a mass belief that it couldn't be done. Then once people saw that it could be done, then they did it. Right. So that goes back to this quote, right? Like, if you believe you can't achieve. So for all those years, people believe they couldn't do it. And then one guy does it. And then it's a non-issue now, right? So when we talk about if you believe you can't achieve, that's like the best example for me, right? Um, because my, my introduction into belief systems and even like the term and the concepts of belief systems is fairly new to me. I mean, within the last five years, like I learned the concept of belief systems. And when I did, I, you, you know, if you guys know me, if I learned something, I want to do a deep dive, right? So I did a deep dive into my own belief systems and where did they come from? You know, um, so some of them, Right. So being mixed race um, in the Midwest <laughs> of America is can be challenging at times. And one of my belief systems that I held for a long time was my race is holding me back from opportunities or people might look at me in a certain way because they're assuming something because of my appearance or because of my race, you know? That's one of the belief systems that I held. Um, I, ha I held a lot of belief systems about what it means to be a man, you know? You, you drive a truck, you work hard, you do whatever, you know? Like, like, so as I started uncovering my own belief systems, like, okay, that is something I believe, or that is something that I always believe. I started investigating like where do they where did they come from you know and when i say deep dive this is a year this is years this is since i learned the concept so the last four or five years you know i've really been investigating my own belief systems and a lot of them you know i realized were like ridiculous like they come from my childhood or, you know, they come from <laughs> the people around me who <laughs> were teaching me lessons, but they <laughs> they need to do some work themselves, you know, like like I was learning lessons and getting belief systems from people who weren't thinking about these things and were just to, to use a Napoleon Hill term like they were just drifting, you know, and then I established all these belief systems based on drifters, you know. And so as I like I said, as I was doing my deep dive and I'm like, OK. Some of these need to change, you know, some of my belief systems need to change. And I, I put in the work to do that, you know, and 
my progress, just my own personal progress and the growth that I've had, you know, in these last four or five years has been unbelievable even to me. And, you know, it's funny because yesterday I had I had a moment of what do we call it? I'll say maybe loneliness, like, you know, I I grew up with such a big circle of people around me and I have a big circle of friends. And as I've been doing this work on belief systems and doing this work on myself, you know, and starting to set boundaries, a lot of people (laughs) fell outside of those boundaries and I don't necessarily have that same support system. I don't know if I want to call it a support system, the same circle of people that, you know, I have a pattern of leaning to or I have a when I, you know, when I'm in these moments, when I have these moments of. I don't want to call it loneliness, but just for lack of a better word, right? Um, When I have these moments, I could go and call or go and see and go. But, you know, I've been setting boundaries and I'm very protective and intentional about my energy these days and what I let into my world. You know, so I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, you know, I should call so and so or I should. But no, (laughs) I did it, you know, because I set those boundaries for a reason. And those that's a pattern that I have and I recognized it. Right. Like. So I set a boundary for six months and then I come to one of these moments. I reach back out. Next thing you know, we're talking once a week. And next thing you know, it's, you know, every day. And next thing you know, we're right in the same place that we were before. You know, and so I had this moment yesterday. And and what I realized was. See, I've always heard this term. I remember the show, but I but I never really thought about it conceptually, but I was experiencing growing pains, right? Like all this growth isn't like, like we frame it as, you know, it's positive. It's a positive thing to grow and to get better, right? We would never really talk about the residual effects of that, right? Like, you know, just me personally, like I, you know, kind of lost a lot of friends setting boundaries and not that they're not still my friends, but, you know, I value my own personal space and growth more than necessarily relationships. And not, not like, you know, they can't come back or, you know, one day we might not reunite, but right now it's what it is. So those growing pains, <laughs> they were on me a little bit yesterday and I'm, I kind of got off track, but it's, it's, it's all relative to the point of my belief systems and what I believe I can achieve, right? Because I used to believe that I, I, these people had to be in my life. I used to believe that I needed them or that part of my identity was attached to them, you know, and it prevented my growth for many, many years. So, I just wanted to share that because I don't I mean, I don't know if you guys have experienced any of that, but it like like 
growing pains from personal growth. And, you know, sometimes those moments pop up, those voices pop up and, you know, it's easy to get knocked off track or go off track or, or let these emotions that show up control me and control my whole day. The next thing you know, like my day is just consumed by the emotions I felt in a moment, you know, and I let that moment turn into a day, you know? So that's why I wanted to share it just because, you know, it, I was sad for, you know, and we're talking about like, a minute, 30 seconds, just a thought process, just me going through and saying, oh, dang, <sighs> I'm lonely, right? Like for my friends or, and I, and I recognize that, you know, I'm breaking patterns and I'm just missing those patterns. But I feel like I've been talking. If anyone wants to add anything, please do. Morning, Don. Good morning, Emily, Stevie, Sheila. I don't know if the girls are there, but if they are, good morning. Good morning, Angela. Um, so if not, I, you know me, I, I went, I went to the gurus and I wanted to see what they had to say about these same topics, you know, uh, or this particular topic. Um, so I will share some of that. And I went to Jim Rohn today or i usually go like tony robbins mel robbins Brene brown but jim Rohn's like the og and i've been that's i've been studying him lately reading a lot of his works so you know so here are some practical steps and examples that can help you harness the power of belief in personal growth and accomplishment right so where does it start like I was saying, it starts by identifying your beliefs, your limiting beliefs in particular, right? So, you know, and our limiting beliefs are the ones that hold us back, right? So when we're talking about if you believe you can achieve, not believing is a limiting belief, right? Like not believing that you can do something is a limiting belief. You have to identify those things, right? So... And then here he uses an example. If you believe that you're not smart enough to start a business, challenge that belief and replace it with a positive belief like I have the ability to learn and adapt. Right. Brene Brown talks about all the time, you know, in languaging. Changing like like we say, for instance, we're late, like we, we have a meeting and we're late and you say, sorry, I was late, right? She talks about changing that to thank you for your patience, right? Because the sorry I'm late instantly brings it all about you. Sorry, I'm late. You know, it's all about me. Thank you for your patience acknowledges the other person and what they went through, right? It's these small little changes in language. So when we're talking about, you know, believe, believe it, you can achieve it, you know, what, what beliefs are you holding and what language are you using because of those beliefs? So in this example, you know, if you, if you think you're not smart enough to start a business, you know, 
and you say that over and over again, what do you think you're going to get? <laughs> right? I bet that business doesn't get started. And if it does, I bet it kind of just plods along, right? But what if you said, I have the ability to learn and adapt, and I may not know much about starting a business now, but I know if I put in the work, I eventually will. And in the beginning of a journey, any journey, the most important part is the first step. And, and in this journey, the first step is identifying what belief systems we're holding and, and are they limiting or are they empowering, right? Um, next one, we talk about this all the time, but, you know, and we do this all the time, but surround yourself with positive influences, right? So being around, like for me in particular, being around AJ and talking to AJ and, and on a regular basis as much as I do, there's this level of almost accountability that comes with it. I know if I tell him that I'm going to do something, he's going to hold me accountable for that. If I tell him I want to do something, he might have experienced that before and have some knowledge for me, right? Or he might know someone, right? So, but versus some of the friends I was talking about, you know, that I've set boundaries with, you know, I might say something to them, you know, and instead of like holding me accountable, they might come out with a list of reasons why I can't do it. Well, you can't do that because of this. And you can't do that because of this. And you, you do this and you do that. Right. And so when it comes to achieving a goal, achieving, you know, what, you know, your lifelong dream, right? The first two steps we've talked about is your own beliefs, identifying them, seeing where they are and working to change them, whether you change them through language, whether you change them through, you know, learning, whatever it may be, identifying and learning. And then the people that you have around you can affect your belief system. They can put these voices in your head that may not e even been there. You know, they give you they give you like, well, would, what if this happens? And you're like, well, I didn't even fucking think about that. Like now I'm worried about that. Then I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the people around you are are very important when it comes to belief in a mission, belief in a vision, belief in a project, belief in yourself. Right. The next one is visualizing, you know, and there's, you know, that's very Napoleon Hill, right? Like, or, or the secret and then using the law of attraction, right? But just practically, like practice visualization, visualization techniques where you vividly imagine yourself achieving your goals and living the life you desire. Create mental images of success and immerse yourself in the positive emotions associated with accomplishing your dreams. This can strengthen your belief in your ability to achieve those outcomes. And I love that last part. It's just strengthening your beliefs. It's, it's everything that's going on with you is 
from visualization to doing a deep dive and and you know an audit of your belief systems to the people you have around you to what you think about right um that's that's the third one affirmations are great right we do it on the friday gratitude call you know um just saying and we'll go back to like being scared to start a business like just saying i am adaptable i i i am a great business owner i am you know you're you're putting these words out into the word into the ether right and versus what's the alternative to that or like what's the opposite of that right opposite is i i suck i i'm i'm not good with money i'm not a good business owner i'm not you know um so affirmations we all know the power of affirmations um consistent repetition of affirmations can gradually shape your beliefs and attitudes right so believe you can achieve what you think what you say who you're around the belief systems that you hold right um number five is to learn to take action and celebrate the small wins along your way, right? Um, keeping with the starting a business example, right? Like, what is the first step? Maybe name it, maybe logo, maybe get your, your LLC or register, you know, your business with the state, get a bank account, um, you know, website, all along the way celebrate those small things right enjoy because remember it's all about the journey right and 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 the journey is where we can find happiness the journey is where we can achieve joy or we can grab on the joy and hold it in the journey is where it all happens and, and that's small steps big steps missteps <laughs> steps backwards steps forward it all matters right so celebrate your wins enjoy the journey be be in the moment right and then lastly you know which i i guess is kind of a no-brainer but and it goes with what I was just saying, learn from your setbacks and your failures, right? So I believe, so well, let's do this for me. I wanna start talking to kids in juvenile facilities, right? Starts with me believing that I can do that first and foremost, right? I may have some beliefs that, you know, because of my own background, maybe they won't accept me because, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm this or I'm that or I'm that. There's so many things I can talk myself out of doing any of that. And, and I, you know, my ego is actively trying at all, at all times to talk me out of it. Right. But for this to happen for me, what do I need to do? 
I need to identify those beliefs, like I said, surround myself with positive people like you guys who are going to hold me accountable, who are going to offer help. They're not going to add voices to my head and tell me all the negative things, reasons why I can't do it. I need to see myself in those situations, talking to those kids. I need to see their faces, I, you know, to keep my mind on the journey, keep my mind on the goal, right? I need to tell myself, I need to change my language. I need to tell myself, hey, you can do it. You're the, you're the best speaker. These kids need you. Whatever the affirmations may be, right? Need to do that. Take action and celebrate small wins. There's something very, and, and for me, there's something very big that has to happen before I can do this. And when that happens, I'm going to celebrate. But until that happens, all the other little things we're going to celebrate as well. And then I just need to learn from my setbacks and failures. You know, I wouldn't call my youth program a failure, but I can't get anybody to show up. <laughs> so I need to learn from that. Why? What is, what's going on? Where am I missing? You know, all these things combine equal a belief that I can do this shit. That changes how I approach it, you know? So let me see what time. Oh my God. I've been talking for 25 minutes. That is crazy. <laughs> so anyone have anything to add, question to ask anything? There we go. Somebody. <laughs> today. Thank you. You've been. You always you usually say you struggle to get through that half hour. Look, is you like AJ now? Oh my goodness, thirty eight twenty six. You just flowed through it all, but it just it's been amazing to listen to it because you know I last time we spoke we were heading out to the Biltmore State in Asheville, which is one of the oldest homes in America, and all ties into what I'm studying with the Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill, and like you said that quote, and you know Napoleon Hill's quote was whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. And looking at the stature and the grandeur of the Biltmore State, which was built and conceived at the turn of the 19th century, you know, back then, to think of all those things that they did and the workmanship and the pride and to think to put this humongous mansion in, in the middle of the woods where nobody had discovered and to get all those supplies in that it took to, to do. I'll have to share some of the pictures, but you know, just seeing it through these new lens and telling the kids, like the kids, I remember being their age when I went to the mansion for the first time and it didn't make sense. And then now just thinking like, wow, 300 years ago, 200 years ago, all these things uh, were being thought of that even to this day, we would have a hard time grasping to make that kind of thing happen. And it truly shows that if you believe it, like it will come and the power of the mastermind and being and the support of a group, like you're saying with being with AJ all the time. Yeah. Just being around it, being immersed in it keeps you to that high level of continuing to think growth and forward. And what lesson do you live out, learn out of it? Cause even with my girls, you know, they drew into the, I'm bored and all these kind of things. And it's like, Oh, we'll be curious. Why are you bored? You know, like, and we really just started looking at a wall 
a wall. What did it take to make this wall back then? Like, think about the real uh, detail of it. It's not like this is just an, uh, this is just a, a nail in a wall. It's like, what did it take to make that peg, that nail? What is it really made out of? How did they picture that without the modern day tools that we have today? And just so many more questions to dig that deeper layer to uncover, you know, what the foundation and what really brought this about. It's not like it's just here. Like it had to be a thought first and somebody had to push, act on that thought and push through and be persistent with it. So really ties into what you're talking about today and, and how you can apply that to every moment, like your youth program, instead of being like, okay, it's a bust. I'm not doing this again. I should have known better. You know, just like, okay, what, what happened? Why, why is this happening? And just to reevaluate it and not say, okay, it didn't work, but how can we, you know, bring this to exist? Why didn't it work? Asking more questions to uh, bring it to what you want it to be. So you've done an incredible job this morning. It's a pleasure being here with you, Tony. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sheila. And I'm glad you guys got to, to, experience that I definitely want to myself at some point right but I did just recently learn about the oldest home in my town and it's I, I want to go put my eyes on it they don't do tours or anything but I just I know where it's at so I'm just gonna go see it because I think about those things too right like or think about this think about I know they say it's Alexander Graham Bell, but I'm not going to do a history thing. Just think about the person who had the idea for the telephone, right? And imagine they tell their friends, hey, I want to make this thing that I can talk to you and you're in New York and I'm in L.A. And and people were probably like, what the heck? Like this guy is on drugs, right? Um, And all the voices that showed up for him in his head, but also all the people around him. And like, he literally had to be one of the only people to believe. And he kept going and he kept going and he failed and he failed. And and they talk about, God, it escaped. Whoever invented the light bulb, he failed a thousand times. Thomas Edison. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) He failed a thousand times. (laughs) I appreciate. And when asked later, you know, like, how did you push through, you know, when you failed over a thousand times? And he said, I didn't fail over a thousand times. I learned a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Right. And it's all perspective. It's all in in how we talk to ourselves, the limiting beliefs that we have and 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 the empowering beliefs that we replace them with in the work that we do, it's all in us, you know, and and the perspective that we have. And without Edison or without Alexander Graham Bell or, or the Wright brothers or all these people that had these, at the time, these crazy ideas, without that unwavering belief, it's probably a different world, you know? Um, so I'm going to leave it there. I've been talking all morning. Love you guys. Sheila, thank you for always showing up, having my back. All of you guys, Ann, Stevie, Emily, Don, Pop. Good morning, Pop. Um, love you guys. I do believe AJ will be back tomorrow. If he's not, 
I got access back to the Zoom, so we'll be here regardless. <laughs> Everyone have a great day. Love you. See you tomorrow. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us today. I hope you captured one or two insights and implement them in your life. Subscribe to the channel, leave an honest rating and review. Share this with someone you love or someone that you know. We just never know the difference it'll make for them. Again, my name is AJ Gupta, and as always, from our family to yours, we love you. Live with love and live with gratitude and appreciation. Take care.